Hi, John. How are you this week? Hi, Elliot. Um, like you, hoping that uh, we go to 2021 and it's 10 times better than 2020. <laughs> That's a low bar, but yes, yeah. I agree. Exactly. Uh, I hope you had, you and your family had uh, good holidays. I know you and I took uh, our first week off since May uh, from doing this, but um, hope you had some good time off. So I had thought we might be talking about uh, the, the fact that the uh, National Defense Authorization Act would have been would have passed and we would have had uh you know the uh, anti-money laundering act of 2020 and all that but um as i think everybody knows who's hearing this it, it's been vetoed by the president uh the house has over voted to override we're recording this um uh, middle of the week and uh at this point the senate has is it's on the floor but it's being uh filibustered uh before a vote so probably not a vote for at least for another day um and at that point um it had enough votes to override when it was approved um but don't know for a fact what the senate will do yeah it's it's gonna happen and then like i said we have we'll have a lot of programming uh related to this going forward and just urge folks to continue to monitor but yeah it, it, it will happen it just may take a couple extra days yeah, so the thing that I did see this week, um, actually just today, uh, came out. Uh, 22 members of the uh, House Financial Services Committee sent a what is effectively a comment letter to the OCC urging them to withdraw the proposal that they issued um, in uh, uh, the 20th of November in a notice of proposed rulemaking uh, require that would require uh, national banks to provide financial services to gun manufacturers and fossil fuel companies. Um, did you see that release? I did. And, um, you know, obviously you can still file comments on the proposal until uh, actually quickly till January 4th. But what struck me about this when I first saw it and this letter you know, continue to confirm that was how one-sided this proposal was. The acting comptroller is a person by the name of Brooks. So I don't know how long he'll be in role, but this uh, talks a lot about um, telling financial institutions that they need to be uh, more aware of uh, different businesses and not make decisions on lending and credit allocation based on policy. Uh, but if that were their real concerns, in my opinion, they would have also mentioned the impact that uh, some of these issues, these risk decisions have, have had on the humanitarian and charity world, because that's clearly an area where if they have the appropriate business model, they should be able to make, um, have relationships. So to focus on these entities seems a little out of left field. Um, not being facetious with that phrase. And it just, again, is another example, in my view, of how political the OCC has become in the past couple of years. And I think that will change with a new administration. At least uh, that would be the hope that we can all deal with these issues as issues and not come with them to them with a political bent one way or the other. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because if you think about it, generally speaking, the starting premise for 
businesses in the United States is that they have the ability to choose who they do business with as long as they don't discriminate against uh, people who fit into a protected class under one of the various pieces of federal law that um, give protected status. And um, the, the proposed rulemaking certainly doesn't um, point out in any way that gun manufacturers or fossil fuel companies have protected status under any of those pieces of federal law. Right. And if you look at the initial announcement, um, it, it says in the intro to it that the proposal would codify more than a decade of OCC guidance saying that banks should provide access services, capital and credit based on risk assessment, not broad based decisions. That hasn't been going on for a decade. That's just not an, an accurate statement, given the work we've done in de-risking with the humanitarian world. So that's actually not simply not true. Uh, and so limiting it to what they focused on, I think, is problematic. And they also make the point, the uh, members of House Financial Services, is if you really do care about um, opening up access, you would make uh, a change in your views on the on the um, on CRA, and I'm no expert in the Community Reinvestment Act, but there obviously there's been a lot of uh, political discussion about that, and even the Federal Reserve said that they didn't support what the OCC was proposing with CRA, and they are coming up with their own view. I mean, that's a whole separate issue than AML, but I think this goes back to um, you know the, the the politicization, if you will of issues that should really be based on making a risk assessment. Does it fit the business model? Can you mitigate the risk? And then you proceed, right? As opposed to making decisions uh, based on outside interference that tells you that, you know, we need to support gun dealers or fossil fuel companies, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Um, it's, I mean, if you're interested in the topic, I, I, I recommend that people take a look at the, the financial service house, financial services, letter, um, they make some interesting arguments tying in 